Alrighty, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you're doing super well out there. Currently icing my elbow because I did something to it, so this is a new one for me. I'm icing my elbow when I do a podcast. Um, alright, I hope you're doing great out there. Um, I want to go through basically almost like a um like a mindful eating checklist, so to say, if if you want to call it that. Just through coaching tons of people, uh, one thing that I see more often than not, honestly, and that's important because if you're listening out there and you and you have problems with like mindful eating or just like eating without even thinking about it or eating when you're bored or eating when you're emotional or stressed or anything like that is one of the most common things I see. And I deal with a lot of people every single day. So like that is one of the most common things I see. You are not alone. It is it's normal in the sense that like it's most people not most people a lot of people have that issue, right? But now that we know that what can we do to then work on it, right? So that's what I want to go through today. Just give you some very actionable tips that you can take with you and use. Now, I'm going to say this. None of these are magical. and None of these are going to change your life in an instant. They might, actually, but you're still going to have to do some work. You're still going to have to put forth some mental effort. You're going to still have to put forth some physical effort. Like It is still going to be up to you. And that's one of the biggest things I'm going to start talking about more is like all of these things are great, but at the end of the day, if you're not in a position or a place mentally where you want to do it, where you want to try something new, where you want to be held account- accountable, where you want to hold yourself accountable and responsible, like I can give you the whole the best plan in the world, but if you're not going to act upon it, if you're not in a place mentally where you're going to act upon it, we have to get to that place mentally first, right? So that's what I'll say first on that first and foremost. Beyond that, let's dive in the checklist. So the first one is a great one because it sets your your meal or snack or whatever up so great because it's it's having one glass of water before you eat that meal or before you have your snack. So before you eat, have one full glass of water. This provides so many things, honestly. One, first and foremost, is it gives you, even if you gulp that thing down, which a lot of people don't drink water that fast, I drink water so very fast. I have no, uh, it's amazing. I love ice cold water, I, but I pee like six times at night. Regardless. Getting back to this checklist, so the glass of water, even if even if it takes you a minute, two minutes, three minutes to drink that glass of water before you have that meal, that's one, two, three extra minutes you normally wouldn't have before you scarf down that meal or scarf down that snack. So if you're getting extra time before you go into your meal, what normally happens is you think about what you're about to eat. Like, do I really want to eat this? Is this really what I want to do? Do I want to have this much? Should I cut back the portion size? Should I change some things out? Da, da, da. It gives you an extra one, two, three, five minutes to think about things more. And being mindful is thinking about what you're doing. Because a lot of the times if you're if you're struggling with mindfulness before you eat, you're not really thinking about what you're eating. You're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just going and doing it, right? So it's like if you can take an extra one, two, three minutes to think about it, that's huge in the first place. The second part of that would be it helps fill your stomach up more, right? Because if you have one full glass of water before you go to, before you eat or before you have a snack, that's going to be that. If you have 12 ounces of water, that's now 12 ounces of water that goes into your stomach. Nine times out of 10, you're not going to be as hungry, so you get more full, right? So you get more full before you eat. This obviously helps with overeating and helps with that full feeling because if you eat until you're full, well, if you have a glass of water before you eat, you're going to likely be more full. You're going to be full faster. 
So you won't tend to overeat as much. You won't tend to push that envelope with the food because your your brain will tell you, hey, like our, our hunger our hunger hunger our hunger signals. That's tough to say actually. Have been hit. Like it's it's I'm okay. Like you don't need to keep eating. You don't you don't need to stuff your face. We're we're good here, right? So having that one glass of water before you eat is huge. The next one is going to be make sure you take the time to identify your protein source. And this is something that I've said multiple times, but every time you put something in your mouth, no homo, there should be some source of protein. Like some, some, no matter what, every time you put something in your mouth, every time you eat something, every time you drink something, there should be some source of protein. Now, obviously, if you're drinking water, that's one thing. But identifying your source of protein makes you think about what you're about to eat. Because if you go into the cabinet and just grab whatever, you grab those chips or you grab those cookies or whatever it is, and you think about, okay, I have my glass of water, and now where's my protein source? You're like, well, shit, I don't have a protein source. Okay, well, let me go back into the fridge and get my Greek yogurt. Okay, maybe I don't need these chips. Maybe this Greek yogurt will be just fine. And so, again, it makes you mindful of what you're doing. Most people don't, when they go to eat, they haven't trained their brains to think about what what is in this and not just like not just the calories but like what am i eating is it protein is it fat is it carbs is it does it have nutrients well like what it, what am i eating as opposed to just i'm starving let me eat because that's just like your your emotional not even emotional your your response is just like i'm hungry let me eat but then that's where it stops that's where all thought processes stop you don't take that extra step to say okay let me have a glass of water and now where's my protein source so every single time before you eat something, I don't care if it's breakfast, dinner, snack number one, snack number 10, identify your protein source before you put that thing in your mouth. Because I guarantee you that will help you so much right there. The next one is going to be, this This can go into many different things, but identifying if you are bored, emotional, stressed, thirsty, or actually hungry. And all those things are different by the way but they can all lead to you using food in some in some form or fashion obviously if you're hungry yes like you want to use food to get your hunger that's totally understandable but then there comes boredom if you're just bored walking around the house especially right now if you're just like kind of figuring out what to do and if you're on a lunch break but you don't really have you already ate lunch and you don't really have much else to do and you don't want to go back to work like you could just sit there and snack a little bit longer. Like, what's the big deal, right? So you have to think about if you're bored or if you're actually hungry. Like, if you already ate and you're still like, oh, I guess I can just keep snacking, that right there is probably a sign that, hey, we should probably think about what's going on here. Like, We should probably reconsider if I'm actually hungry or if I'm just eating because I'm bored. And nine times out of ten, when you take, and again, going back to the beginning of this podcast, it's going to take you thinking about it. This this isn't magic, but if you take that extra time to think about if you're bored or hungry, if you realize if you come to the realization you're just bored, nine times out of ten you're be like, okay, I shouldn't eat just because I'm bored. That's probably not the best thing. It happens, and again, it's normal. But what do you do about it? And that's the thing is you can identify, hey, I'm just bored. I don't want to eat when I'm bored. Let me let me get back to work. Let me play with my kids. Let me do something productive, right? Especially if you already ate. Next thing, emotional. Like, again, this one is, you know, it's different for everybody, but if you're eating because of some emotion, if you're using food for that, you have to, and I really mean have to, because 
what that is is it's an impulsive response it's an impulsive decision you're thinking like okay i'm sad okay i'm upset okay i'm anxious okay i'm frustrated let me let me find some form of comfort let me find something that make me feel better in the moment make me feel not as not as anxious let me feel not as upset no let me feel not as stressed right but what you have to do and i've talked about this before i wrote an article on this you have to take yourself out of the moment and think about what is going to make you the most proud, right? Because if you sit there and say, yes, I'm anxious, here's what I tell people. You, it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. Those, those emotions are totally normal. That makes you a human being. And if you didn't have those, the, the good feelings, the happy feelings wouldn't be as good because everything would just be one emotion and it would be boring as hell, right? So those emotions are fine. But now are you going to let those emotions dictate your actions, and, and that's what you have to decide for yourself. And nine times out of 10, 9.999 times out of 10, most people don't want to let those emotions dictate their actions, but it's an impulsive response, so they just go ahead and do it, right? So if you take the extra one, two, five, 10 minutes to think about that, take yourself outside of the moment of being emotional or outside of the moment of being stressed, then you will be able to say, okay, Yes, I'm emotional. Yes, it's okay. But me eating this ice cream is not going to make my situation any different. As opposed, It's not going to change anything about my situation other than the fact that I'll have two minutes of relief while eating this ice cream. And then I'll feel like even worse shit. And I'll feel even, even more bad about myself because I had this food I didn't really want to have. But it was an impulsive decision. So I gave in to the impulsive decision and had it anyway. Right? So it's like take yourself out of that moment. And the last one is thirsty. Like... You can be just thirsty. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, that is that is a real thing. You don't have to be hungry. So, again, to combat this, have go back to the first one. Have that glass of water before each meal and before before you do anything. Have a glass of water. If that if that if that gets you good, well, then that gets you good. You're good to go. Like, you, you weren't actually hungry. You were just a little bit thirsty, which is if you're not properly hydrated. This is a huge thing people overlook. If you're not properly hydrated, you are going to be quote unquote hungry because the, the less hydrated you are and the, the less quality of hydration you have in your body leads to more cravings, leads to blood sugar drop. It leads to these things, right? So if you can keep yourself hydrated, that if you're looking to lose fat, that is one vastly underestimated, under talked about tip is making sure you stay hydrated because all that hunger, all those cravings are going to be way, way, way down, right? So that's one huge thing I want to take with you. The next thing on the checklist is very simply, are you sitting down? Are you sitting down before you have that food? Whatever that food is or whatever that drink is, are you sitting down? Because what can happen is I understand your life is busy. I understand your kids are running around. I understand you have to, when we had sports, you have to go back and forth to sports. You have to go back and forth to work. You have to take your kids here and there. You have to go to the store. You got to go here. You got to go there. I understand that, but that also leads to you not thinking about what you're doing because you just grab, go, eat, grab, grab, eat, go, go, eat, grab, and like there's no rhyme or reason. There's no structure. There's no, there's no set thing going on there to, okay, yes, I'm eating, and this is what I'm eating because all you're doing is running all over the place. You're on a call talking and eating. You're, you're chasing your kids around eating. You're, you're talking to your spouse, cleaning the kitchen, eating. You're making dinner and, and grabbing some bites here and there from the dinner. Make sure that if you want to work on your mindfulness when you're eating and make sure you're, you're going to be proud of it, make sure you're sitting down when you eat something and don't just walk around aimlessly or walk around when you're bored and eat. I see this all the time with people who are like, 
on conference calls and stuff. Like they they just eat. Or, or again, if you're if you're making dinner and you're just picking at stuff, you're not you're not sitting down. Hold on. Like once you sit down, it's totally cool. Go for it. But like sit down first. Take take a second first, and then from there, just doing that it will make you more mindful because you have to be there. You like you have to be sitting down. You have to be mindful of what you're doing because you're not running all over the place, right? So, are you sitting down? That's that's one huge thing that again people underestimate, and honestly, a lot of a lot of people struggle with because they just they want to do so many things, especially nowadays. It seems like everyone wants to do everything all at once, right? But make sure you're sitting down. The next thing is going to be make sure that if you're having a snack, it fits the size of your hand. And if you're having a meal, make sure that meal fits on one plate. And this is – if you want like a structure or routine or you want to work on portion control, like this is great. This is a really, really good one because making sure that meal fits on one plate will get you to – yes, obviously, maybe re- maybe reduce calories a bit, but – more importantly, you're going to look at the plate. You'll be like, okay, what is on my plate? Does it fit this plate? Okay, yeah, I have half of the plate is protein, and I have the other half is carbs. I have no vegetables. Okay, well, crap, let me get some vegetables in there. So maybe take away some of the carbs and put vegetables in there. Okay, perfect. So just doing that, just making sure it fits on one plate, yeah, it's a good strategy, but what's behind the strategy? The strategy behind is, It'll get you to look at actually what is on your plate. And you'll think about, do I have my protein source? Where are my vegetables? What is on this plate? Not only does it fit one meal, but you'll look at what is within that one plate. And you'll think about, mm, maybe I don't need this much pasta. Maybe I could cut back a little bit on you know X, Y, and Z. Whatever it ends up, whatever's on your plate. Maybe I could have a little bit less guacamole. Maybe I could have a little bit less you know, sweet potato on there. Whatever that case is for you. It'll make you look at what's going on on that plate, right? So that that's a big one. Make sure it fits on one plate. The next one is, like I said, the snacks. And again, this is big because most people, if, if we're being very honest, most people probably eat anywhere from four to 600 calories a day just in random snacking. Just, just in random throughout the day, grabbing this, grabbing that, eating this, eating that, and not really knowing what's going on and just kind of grabbing and eating and, and walking off. Right, so if we take the average of that, 500 calories, that's 3,500 calories a week that you are eating just from mindless snacking, because you're just kind of grabbing and eating, grabbing and eating. You're you're, you're eating right out of the box, which is a whole different thing. I'm going to talk about that next, actually. But you're eating right out of the box. You're doing. You're you're just grabbing and going. Right, 3,500 calories a week. That can easily, easily put you over. Either your A, calorie deficit, or B, your calorie maintenance, depending on what else you're doing during that day. And so what that can mean is if you're eating 3,500 calories a week of calories in snacks that you're not being mindful of and you're not losing weight, well, that's why right there because those mindful, mindless snacks are adding up to either A, you not being in a calorie deficit, or B, you being in a calorie surplus, which will make you gain weight. That's why I, t- I mean – Having a routine, it doesn't have to be perfect, but having some kind of routine or structure is huge for people because they, it will make them realize, holy crap, I was going back and forth from the pantry six times and grabbing just random random exotic things. Like Now I'm only having two snacks and I'm making sure that it has protein and I'm making sure I have my glass of water and all these things we already talked about, but it'll make you realize so much more that 
that was why you weren't losing weight, not because of your metabolism or not because of X, Y, and Z excuse, right? So that right there is huge. And, and that brings me to my next quick point of if you're going to have a snack, take it out of the container. Take it out of the box. Take it out. Put it on a plate. Put it in your hands. Don't just sit there on the couch and get out of that bag. Just keep going out of the bag because all those foods that are that are made, especially in those type of bags, they're made to not – fill yourself up. They're, they're made to be palatable. So your body wants more. So if you're just going through the bag, going through the bag, going through the bag, watching TV on FaceTime, talking to your spouse, talking to your family, you're not thinking about what's going on. Your brain is saying, wow, this is very palatable. Let me keep having more. And because you're not being mindful of that, you're just going to keep eating and eating, and eating, take it out of the container, put it in your hand, put it in the box, move the, move the, the thing away and then you can have that snack right there that's totally fine, but it's out. It's on a plate. It's in your hand. It's it's controlled for. It's 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 you're being mindful of it. Right? So if you can do that, that is going to be huge because like I just said, most people don't even think about that because their their brain is saying this is palatable. Let me let me keep eating it. Meanwhile, they're 3 4 5 600 calories in. And and by the time they realize like holy shit, I ate half the bag. And that is 600 calories later. So take it out of the bag, take it out of the container, take it out of the box, be mindful of it, put it on a plate, put it on your hand. The last one is going to be, are you happy with your decision to eat? After going through this checklist, after having a glass of water, after identifying your protein source, after identifying if you're bored, emotional, or thirsty, or actually hungry, after you know you're sitting, after you make it fit in one hand, after you take it out of the back package. If you're at that point, if if you've truly gone through all those things and you're still like, I want to eat this, go for it, man. Like, go for it. Because normally what's going to happen is if you go through that whole checklist, truly, you go through the whole checklist and you still get to the end and say, I want to eat this, chances are just eat it. Like, you're you're, you're probably actually hungry. You, you probably need some food. Like, Eat it. it. Just make sure that you're happy with the decision to eat this after you go through this checklist. Because more times than not, what's going to happen is you'll change a few things here and there. You'll maybe swap some things out. You'll cut back some sizes. You'll make sure you have your portions in control. You'll make sure you're, you're there. That will make you happy with your decision to eat it, right? So at the very end, just double ask yourself, are you happy with this decision to eat this? Now, this whole checklist can be anywhere from... Three minutes to 15 minutes. I don't know. It, and it depends on depends on you. It depends on what your lifestyle is. And my, my thing is like if it takes two minutes or it takes 10 minutes, if you really want to make a change, you're not going to worry about 10 minutes in an entire day when you eat. You're not going to be worried about four minutes, taking four minutes before you eat to make a change. You're going to want to make that change regardless. So I, I just urge you to get to that point. Push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Realize it's going to be hard. It's not going to happen overnight. You're, you're not going to listen to this podcast, go through this checklist, and have it perfect every single time. Yeah, you'll probably you'll do it a few times, and it's going to help, but there's going to be a time where you're going to be mindless again, right? So that's okay. It, nothing ha- this, is a, this is a skill. Before I mean, above anything else, being mindful when you eat is a skill. you got to practice. You, it, Practice, practice, practice makes perfect. Your mom told you that. You tell you tell your kids that. Your dad told you that. It's true, right? So, practice this skill, and I promise you, the the more you practice it, the better you will get. And the better you will get, the less you'll have to actually think about it. The less time you'll spend thinking about it. You'll still spend some time, you know, mental effort, but 
if it takes you 10 minutes right now to run through this checklist and be mindful, in six months when you practice this every single day, it'll take you two minutes. And then in three years, it'll just be a habit. That's how you build habits, doing this over and over and over again, even when you mess up, even when it's hard, even when you don't want to, even when you're super emotional, even when you're super stressed. Keep doing it. I promise you, you're going to build a good habit for yourself. Guys, that was the mindful eating checklist. I, and again, you are not alone. Like definitely you are not alone. So many people struggle with this. If you have a concern, if you want some more feedback, if you want me to help you a little bit more, please feel free to reach out to me. I, I would love to help you. This is why I'm doing this again for free. I want to help you. So please feel free to reach out, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll talk soon.